Mambria Catala Baba da la Baba Badush, Cabedele Bebedusha, Rapatala Baba da la Baba Via Babalusa, Rebedegedegedesh, Cabedegedesha, Ripala Baba Via Babala Baba Badash, Cabala Babadesha, Rebedile Bebedesh, Cabedele Bebedesha, Rupatala Baba da Baleatusha, Balandria Bebedesha, Ripraga da la Bavia Babandele Bebedusha, Limbrocotolo Bobodobo Shebedegedusha, Ricatala Baba. Ria Babadush ke bedele bedisha, riputolo bodush ke bedege deisha, lambre ke tele bedesh ke bedele bedesha, rufatia barandele bedesha, ribadi ke deish ke bedege deish ke bedeli alusa, ribalandre bede bede beshubra dala babadusha. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Lord, we thank you for another time in your presence. We thank you for another opportunity to, 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 to come before you and to make intercessions, to make petitions today. Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence. We recognize you. We ask that you take charge of this prayer meeting. We ask, Lord, that you empower us to pray in your will. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone present participating in this prayer meeting. This is the fifth day of this prayer meeting, commanding the year prayer meeting. Um, and I and I trust God is going to be a glorious time in his presence. We've been having a lot of great revelation and insight in the course of these meetings. Amen to Jesus. And um, we trust God today that we're going to have great revelation and insight and then pray in line with God's will. Praise the Lord forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, two days ago, we said over Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Praise God forevermore. Amen. And we understood that the only way we can know Christ Jesus is by the power of his resurrection and then by the fellowship of his suffering. And we understood that the power of his resurrection is the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen to Jesus. Amen. And we ask for the Holy Spirit to be revealed to us in the first section of this uh, part of this teaching. And um, in the previous part, we understood the fellowship of his suffering. And uh, we learned quite a lot that day. And um, uh, we prayed in that light. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue that today again. Praise God. Hello. And um, I think for the next... Two meetings will also be on the fellowship of his suffering. I thought we'll be able to end it today. Amen. Amen. But um, we have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. So for the next two meetings, we'll be on the fellowship of his suffering in addition to today. That means for Wednesday and for Friday this week, by the grace of God, we'll be able to do some little, have a little understanding of the fellowship of his suffering and pray in this life. And I want to encourage us that these prayer meetings, uh, the prayer points are not to just end in this meeting. We are to continue praying them as we go on. Amen to Jesus. Amen. 2021 is the most glorious year and we have to command it rightly in the face of prayer. Praise the Lord forevermore. Amen. We began to understand the pains that Jesus endured in the in his passion. And um, we understood two of them in the last teaching. Amen. In the last prayer meeting. And uh, we understood the pain of betrayal. We understood the pain of Gethsemane. And today we're going to be understanding a little about um, the pain of being blindfolded spat on and beaten. Praise God. I'm going to be understanding a little of two of the pains today. Amen. And then we'll pray in this light. Amen to Jesus. So I'm going to be understanding the pain of being blindfolded, spit on and beaten. In other words, he was humiliated by those he loved. Luke chapter 22 verse 64 says, and when they had blindfolded him, 
they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smooth thee? Praise God forevermore. Now, why did this occur? Why did he occur to them to blindfold Jesus? Why did they have to blindfold Jesus? Amen. They should have just, you know, spat on him and hit him. Amen to Jesus. But there are basically two reasons why they did this. They blindfolded him and then they, 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 they threw saliva at him. They spit on him and then they beat him. And then they say, tell us, prophesy who, who beat you. Amen to Jesus. Now, was, uh, the reason why they did this was because his eyes were filled with such a holy wonder at their unbelief. And his eyes was full with compassion for their ignorance. Praise God forevermore. The Bible says that um, uh, in, in the triumphant entry, when he walked, when he, he rode on the ass, at the point in time, he stopped and he looked around Jerusalem and he said, Oh, how I wanted to cover you like the way a hen covers her cheeks. He said, but you would not allow me do that. Now, Jesus was filled with so much compassion for his, pe for, for, for his people. So much compassion, so much compassion. He was filled with compassion. His eyes was filled with love and holy wonder for them. Praise the Lord forevermore. But they could not behold his eyes because when, by looking at his eyes, they will see the holy wonder in his eyes. They see the compassion in his eyes. And when they see this, they will not be able to do what their heart intended to do. Another example was when Stephen was being... When Stephen was speaking to the people, praise the Bible says that his word cut them, and then they began to close their ears because his word was his words were cutting them into their bone marrow. So they began to close their ears. Amen to Jesus. Now, so the reason why they closed their ears was because they didn't want to listen to him. If they had gone on listening to him, what would have happened? They wouldn't have done the intents of their heart. Remember the point in time. Um, um, Paul was standing before um, Caesar, and as he was speaking, Caesar said, um, he told him, too much reading I made you mad. And he said, see, Paul, I won't keep listening to you else. You are trying to convince me to become a Christian. So when people don't want, when people want to do what they want to do, they prevent anything that prevents them from doing this. So they had to blindfold the eyes of Jesus. Why? Because his eyes were filled with compassion. And if they had looked into his eyes, they would not be able to do what they intended to do. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so Jesus, despite this, he was filled with compassion. Amen to Jesus. And looking at his eyes, their conscience would have been what? Would have been pierced. So they never wanted every of these. Praise the Lord forevermore. And so that's the reason why they blindfolded his eyes and then they were able to do what they intended to do. By blindfolding his eyes, they would not see the holiness in his eyes. They would not see the compassion in his eyes. They would not see the fire in his eyes. As a result of that, they can then do what they intended to do. Praise God forevermore. Now, so the first reason for blindfolding his eyes was for them to be able to do what they wanted to do. And then the second reason was this. Jesus had to suffer the mockery that was typical of prophets. Praise the Lord forevermore. Now, for them to be able to mock him, for them to be able to beat him, for them to be able to spit on him, they had to blindfold his eye. And it was in line with prophecy for him to fulfill, to, to, to suffer what the prophets of old suffer. So the blindfolding of the, of the eyes of yours was important for the fulfillment of prophecy. Praise the Lord forevermore. So this pain was the pain of what? Seeing those who you love reject you as their Messiah. Praise the Lord forevermore. So in this, in this particular act of blindfolding of the eyes of Jesus and, and and beating him and spitting on him, Jesus, in just this scenario, he suffered two major pains. And what were these pains? The first pain was that he suffered the pain of seeing the great ignorance possessed by his people, whom he loved, yet they rejected their Messiah. 
Now, one of the greatest pain I've had in life as in, as 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 as, an, uh, as as a minister of the gospel is the pain of seeing ignorant people. The Bible speaking said Jesus he stood as as he stood and. The people came to meet him, though he was tired, but they came to meet him. He said, and he saw them like sheep without shepherd, and he was moved with compassion. One of the greatest pain I've ever had in my years of ministry is to see people that are ignorant, yet they reject knowledge. To see people that are confused, yet they reject direction. That's the greatest pain I have experienced in ministry and I still experience in ministry. It's a pain that cannot be explained. And that was what Jesus was going through then. These people I love, they are so ignorant, so ignorant, so ignorant, so confused. Yet in their ignorance, they would not receive information, they will not receive revelation, and they will not receive direction. They reject information, they reject information, revelation, they reject direction, by rejecting I, their Messiah. Praise God forevermore. This was a pain that was so heavy in the heart of Jesus. Amen to you. And then the second pain he experienced in this scenario was the pain of being humiliated by his own people, whom he loved. The pain of being humiliated by his own people whom he loved. Now, the pain of humiliation Jesus suffered was extremely severe because he was humiliated by those whom he loved. He was humiliated by those whom he loved. Now, when you are humiliated by a stranger or a foreigner, it's not so much of an issue. Praise God forevermore. After all, you just passed ways. You just, you just, you just met in, in, in maybe in, in, in a public transport or you met on the, on the road and he humiliated you and there's no big deal there. But when you are humiliated by someone who you love, it's, it's an excruciating emotional pain that cannot be explained. So these were the two pains Jesus went through in just this scenario. Pain of his people being confused, his people being, being, being ignorant, yet they rejected their direction, they rejected the revelation of God to them in the person of the Messiah, Jesus, they rejected him, and number two, they also did what? They also humiliated him, the one whom they, that, that they are meant to exalt, they humiliated him. It was, that, it was that painful that they began to beat him with sticks on his head, and they said, prophesy who hit you? What a humiliation. By people you love. So Jesus suffered this pain, and this pain cannot be explained by mere words. That's why I made us understand that this line of teaching is not a teaching as it were. It is a revelation. That's why I tell you, ask for the Lord to reveal it to you. Only when God reveals it to you that you can get the inner man understanding of what Jesus suffered. Praise the Lord forevermore. And then, the second, the, the, the second pain he suffered was a pain. The next pain he suffered, the fourth pain he suffered was a pain of the crown of thorns. That is one popular one that we all know, the pain of the crown of thorns. Now, according to the New Testament, a woven crown of thorns was put on the head of Jesus. It was placed on his head. And this happened in the course of the events before his crucifixion. Amen to Jesus. Now, the thorn plant used to make the crown of thorns, which was placed upon his head. Uh, the head of Jesus is believed to be a plant called euphobia mili. Euphobia mili. Now, if you go search uh, Google it, euphobia mili. That's a plant believed that, that 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 was believed to be you know woven and made a crown and put on the head of Jesus. Now, it is about 15 millimeters in height. Amen. Has yellow flowers and the thorns are already appearing up the whole stem and measuring about five millimeters. They are also very pointed and sharp very pointed and sharp. The plant is a climbing variety and we grow to the height of 1.8 meters. 
At this height, one can assume that the thorns must be at least 30 millimeters. So when it grows to the height, its, its highest point, which is 1.8 millimeters, the thorn is assumed to be 30 millimeters, which is about 1.8 each inches. 1.18 inches. 1.18 inches. Imagine that length for just one thorn. Praise God forevermore. And this is, at, at, at this point, it is long and sharp. So the crown of thorns was 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 something very very excruciating and in terms of pain that length that sharpness pierced on the head of jesus praise god forevermore now so the crown of thorns was one of the instruments of the passion employed by the captors of jesus amen and the, it was used to cause pain on him and to also mock his authority and to mock his authority so the crown of thorns was there for what pain and mockery pain and humiliation we see that he was blindfolded and the purpose of the blindfolding was for them not to see his eyes and secondly for them to humiliate him the second one which is the crown of tongues now is for what to cause him pain and to cause him what humiliation so you can see humiliation occurring again and again praise god forevermore and now the purpose of this crown of tongue was not majorly to cause damages to his nerves in his um, in his um, um, skull, but majorly it was to cause pain and to cause humiliation. They mocked at his authority, the king of the Jews, the king of the Jews. So they gave him a crown. They mocked at him. They humiliated him. Now Jesus had to deal with both pain and what humiliation, both pain and humiliation. And this happened not long after the pain of what. Of being beaten and spat on and blindfolded. Praise God forevermore. Now, this means that Jesus had to deal with a lot of pain and humiliation in successions. In now, if there were to be a gap in this pain and humiliation, it should have been understood. But this pain and humiliation came in succession, succession, succession. No mortal man, no, no, no human can bear pain in that order of succession. That's why Jesus, Jesus, while he was on earth, he was a perfect man, and even in heaven, he's a perfect man. He was neither mortal nor immortal, amen, while he was on earth. That's why he could not die until he gave up the ghost. Praise God forevermore. And that's the reason why he could bear this level of pains and humiliation. Now, according to the American, according to the Journal of American Academy of Psych Psychiatry and Law, suffering severe humiliation has been shown empirically to have damaging consequences, which are, I'll give you the damage. There are 10 damaging consequences that suffering humiliation can cause to a person. And these were the things that Jesus experienced in his passion. Number one, it plunges individual into major depression, suicidal states, and several anxiety states, including one characteristic of post-traumatic stress disorder. Depression, post-traumatic stress disorder. The Bible, and Gethsemane, the Bible said, Jesus said, Lord, that we just make within from him, well, not that we, but that we don't. You could see that he was, he, he was getting to the point of depression until he let the will of God to be done. And then angels came to comfort him. Why did angels come to comfort him? Because he was almost getting to the point of depression. Praise God forevermore. And number two is loss of status and the resultant inability to, to behave. Number three, hopelessness, helplessness, and suicide. Number four, powerless rage and possible murder. That was why at the point when uh, when 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 uh, Pilate told him, he said, "Don't you know I, I, I can I can I can um, give you your life back?" And Jesus said, "No no 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 no. Nobody takes my life from me. I alone have the power to put lay my life down and to pick it up." He said, "If I tell my father, he can send 
a battalion of angels down here, but I won't do that. Now, that's make you understand that Paraventure, he didn't manage that pain of humiliation so well, he should have committed murder by just ordering for angels. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, disabling preemptive motivation is the fifth one. Disabling preemptive motivation. Number six is loss of status as an appraiser of reality. So you can appraise reality appropriately. Praise God. Number, no, number seven is loss of status to claim basic human rights. Amen to Jesus. Another, is, another thing that uh, um, humiliation can do to a person. Number eight is sense of worthlessness. And then number nine, lose trust in the world and people. Now, these were all the things that Jesus battled with from Gethsemane. When he was humiliated, at every given point in time, he was humiliated. These were the things he battled with. These were the things he had to deal with. Yet, he went on to die for these people who were putting him through extreme level of humiliation. He went on to die for every one of them. This level of pain cannot be borne by any mortal man. And the man will still be in his right frame to do his purpose. One of the purpose of all this pain was to detract Jesus from his purpose. But Jesus knew the purpose. That's why the Bible says, he, Jesus, knowing the glory ahead of the cross, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Despising the shame that comes from what? Humiliation. He despises and did what? Endured the cross. Every other pain he should have looked at and then removed his eye from the cross. He never focused on the pains. And he went through all of this. He bore every of this pain just because of you and I. Paul the Apostle had the revelation of the pain of the humiliation of Jesus and John. That was why he said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. He understood by revelation. Like I made us understand, we cannot understand the suffering of Christ by information. Neither can we understand it by experience. No mortal man can experience it and live. I get what I'm saying. We can only understand it by revelation. Even the disciples that stood by him, they were looking at him, but they could not still comprehend what was happening to their master. Is this our master? No man can comprehend this pain. But the only way we can comprehend it is by revelation. And Apostle Paul comprehended it by revelation. That's why he said what? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Until we come to this point of revelation, where the passion of Christ, the pain, the humiliation of Christ is revealed to our spirit man and our spirit man can fully comprehend it, we will still be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. The reason why Christians are ashamed of Jesus today is because we don't comprehend his passion. We don't comprehend his pain. We don't have a revelation of his pain. Apostle Paul was, he, he, he prayed for this revelation and I may know him and the power of his revelation resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering he paid for he prayed for the revelation of the fellowship of his suffering he specifically prayed for it and so he when he understood this he knew that he knew that the gospel of christ was a reason for living and he said i'm not ashamed of it if we are still ashamed of this gospel then we do not have a revelation of the passion of the cross 
We do not have a revelation of the pain and humiliation that he went through. And only a revelation of the pain and humiliation that Jesus went through can make us unashamed preaching this gospel. Can make us go all out preaching this gospel. Apostle Paul understood. That's why I said I, we, we, we spend and we are spent for the gospel. And he said, I am I'm, I'm like a drink offering ready to be poured out. Now, those words were no words of a man who was just reading the Bible and going to church on a normal routine. No, those were words of a man who had had revelation of the pains and the humiliation that Jesus went through. This is what the church is lacking today. This is what the church is lacking. And that's the reason why we cannot go all out. Let me let you understand something. God does not have a problem with blessing. In fact, God has already blessed us. The problem here is our receiving the blessings because we don't understand the revelation of the pains and the humiliation of Christ. That's why Jesus said, anyone who's ashamed of me on earth, I'll be ashamed of him before my father. Why? Because you don't have a revelation of my suffering. When you have a revelation of my suffering, you will never be ashamed of me wherever and whatever you do. Child of God, this year is just gradually rolling, but like never before, we need the revelation of the suffering of Jesus. We need it like never before. We need, we need the revelation of the crown of thorns that came on his head. We need the revelation of the, the blindfolding of Jesus, the pain and humiliation he went through when he was blindfolded, when he was beaten, and when they spat on him. When this revelation indwells our spirit, man, we become revolutionary Christians, ready to turn the world inside out for Jesus. I don't know who is ready to pray this prayer with me today again. Lord Jesus, I ask for the revelation of your pain, the revelation of the fellowship of your suffering, the revelation of the humiliations you went through, Lord Jesus, let that revelation be made available to me. Can I hear you pray this moment? Let it be revealed to me, Lord. Let it be revealed to my spirit, man. No man can experience this, but we can have a revelation of it. For the tongues that came upon your head, for the pains you felt, for the mockery you felt, for the fulfillment of prophecies that you must follow the order of prophets, even though you're the Messiah. For you being blindfolded because they never wanted to see the passion, the compassion, the love, the holiness in your eyes, so that we perpetrate the evil in your heart. Hey, yet you looked at those you loved who loved that direction who were ignorant who, who lacked direction and yet they did this to you their direction and their focus their purpose standing before them their messiah standing before them they did this to you even in the in the heaviness of your heart you still bore this and died for them lord reveal this to me reveal this to us only a revelation of this can make us understand what you understood even in these times 
Yembrenda le kanadoa, iblada la baba dia baba, ready badi kazoda diga la da da, letele bele gede bele dua da, rada baya da baba dia baba das, redele bele 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 ba, This is a revelation the church lacks. That's why we are not going all out. We are we are still ashamed of this gospel. Yedele bele Lord, we need this revelation. Give this revelation to us, Lord. We are for the revelation of the pains and the humiliation of Jesus in His. Passion, Ekunta Titarata, Ilesuta Ratala, Yedelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebelebel
as wine. A church that's ready to go like a lamb to the slaughter. A church that is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. A church that is ready to go all out for Jesus. A church that says for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That 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 audacity, that mentality only comes by the revelation of the fellowship of the suffering of Christ. My God, release it upon me. Release it to my spirit man. Release it to the church of Jesus. Let our spirit man catch this revelation. Jesus. Be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. I, I believe we're blessed by that 
spirit exaltation and the line of prayer. But please, like I always tell us, these prayers are not just to end in this meeting. You have to keep praying them again and again. We have to speak into the year because what we speak into the year is what we get out of the year. And I, and I tell you, these are the prayers that the Lord desires of us to pray. As we pray these lines of prayer, the things that we don't even ask for, they will come our way and we together. Yes. Amen to you. So please keep praying this line of prayers and I trust God that you're going to, you, you, your life is going to be changed by virtue of this prayer points in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow, Wednesday, is another day. Um, 5 p.m. GMT, that is Ghana time, and 6 p.m. GMT plus one Nigeria time. And um, Friday, the same time, is another day. Amen to Jesus. I encourage you to talk to your friends, tell your loved ones and relatives. This kind of prayer are not just prayed every time of the every time of the day or every time of the year. So please maximize this prayer um, season and get the best out of it. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Um, I want to um, invite everyone who is viewing from Accra, Ghana. I want to invite you to worship with us at the Plero Nation, uh, also known as Complete in Christ Church. We are located at up, um, beside Access Bank, UPSA branch of Medina New Road, Medina East Legon Avenue. Our service times are 9 a.m. And I tell you, we have a great time in God's presence every time. It's a download of revelation and we pray in line with the will of God and the Lord blesses us every time we're together. I encourage you to be with us this Sunday, and I know your life is not going to be the same again. Thank you for your time. See you tomorrow, same time. God bless you. Grace to you. Yeah.